0: Welcome to the podcast Happy and Single. I'm your host, Joseph Anderson. You can find me on Instagram at the It's Possible Guy. And there you feel free to ask me any questions, anything you want answered, anything you want me to speak to. But today, what I want to talk about on episode 147 is audacity. What is audacity? Audacity is a willingness to take bold risk. And what if I told you audacity was the difference? That sets people apart from those that have probably more fun, more enjoyment, more success in life from those that don't. You know, the reason this has been on my mind so much, I've been doing the program, The Artist's Way. And it's interesting every time I do this program, how, diff- how something different stands out to me. And the most, underlined bo- the most underlined quote in her book is one related to Audacity. I don't I, there, there's a couple so I don't remember which which exactly it is, but I've got two in front of me. One says it is audacity and not talent that moves an artist to center stage, and another often audacity, not authentic talent, confers fame on an artist. The lack of audacity may cripple many artists far superior to those we publicly acclaim. So what is that saying? It's saying it is not the best and the brightest that goes out. And is well known in the world. It's the audacious. It's the audacious. It's it's the unreasonable. It's the people that are willing to take bold risk. You know, when I look at my life and I look at some of the bold risks that I've taken, even when some of them did not go very well in the slightest, I wouldn't take them back for anything. No. Let me let me rephrase that. I don't regret having taken the risk. Would have I loved some of those experiences to be different? Yeah, when when I traveled a very long way to show a, a girl that I was interested in her, and it didn't go very well, like that was a but it was a bold risk that I took, and I can live with that, you know. And, and there was another girl that I never told how I felt. I I never showed that interest, and one day when we ran into each other and and she was already married many years later. And in that moment, there was nothing that could be said. Like you can't talk about past feelings when somebody else is married. That's just not, that's not necessarily the right thing to do. And between two of those experiences, they were different levels of hard. One was massive regret of, You know, not having told this girl how I felt, that I really did connect with, that I really did enjoy. And this other was, you know, it did not go the way I wanted it to. And yeah, I I yelled and screamed about it for a while, but I was okay. And so I would much rather take bold risk in my life and try stuff and take challenges than to sit on the sidelines and wait for my life to happen. So where does audacity come into this conversation? Well, as singles, you know, I I look at, first of all, when it comes to dating, if you never ask the girl that you want to go out with to go out with you, then they're probably not going to say yes. But if you do take your shot and if you do ask, you might have a wonderful experience with them. You know, and I look at times that I've been able to be this audacious person, this bold person. And, and one other interesting thing is there's another definition of audacity, which basically says being rude. So, like there, there's a fine line between being bold and being there's a cool scripture in the Book of Mormon that says be bold, but not overbearing. So there, there is a balance. And I don't know where that line is. That line is so fine. Uh, I don't know where it's at, but you know, I think back to my life on the times that I have been audacious, you know, other times I remember I was at, I was at a country dance place and there was this stunningly gorgeous girl, like just stunningly gorgeous girl. And I walked over and asked her to dance. And we ended up dancing three songs in a row and having a wonderful time. And it it was amazing. It was awesome. It was incredible. Now, that girl happened to have been a cheerleader for the, the Phoenix Suns basketball team. And I later learned, I later found out that, I don't know, I guess they ranked cheerleaders and she was one of the hottest cheerleaders in the entire country. And so on one hand, I danced with her. But other times I go to that same place and I've asked girls that aren't even close to her level of attractiveness and they've turned me down. It's not about you. It's about you slaying the dragon. Now, what do I mean by that? I don't, I don't mean that in terms of the girl. I mean that in terms with the risk. There's this old Japanese or one of those ancient type sayings that essentially you gain the energy of whatever dragon that you slay. So whatever dragon that you, are, that you go out and slay, you gain the energy of it. So if I go ask this girl, this really attractive cheerleader, to, to dance with me, it doesn't matter whether she says yes or no. I've built up more courage just by doing the action. Courage is built by taking action. It's not built by standing on the sidelines. It's not built by worrying and whining about how everything isn't perfect. And if you ever do that, Hey, I do that plenty of times as well. So every one of us has challenges that we face and sometimes we rise to the challenge and other times we don't, I mean, there, it it depends. Like sometimes I walk into, you know, for example, like a country dance place and, and I feel really good and I'm excited to ask whoever to dance and other times I'm just not in it and I'm off my game. Like it's okay. Like you're you are a spiritual being having a human experience, and part of being a spiritual being having a human experience is understanding that you're gonna fluctuate. Some days you're gonna feel like you're on top of the world, and other days you're not gonna feel like you can do anything. That's just part of the human experience. Now, part of that is being willing to go forward with certain things regardless. So, one of the things that I have been thinking and contemplating about for a while, probably about a month. So about a month ago, I was reading an article and, and actually I, I just, I've had this particular professional athlete on my mind for quite some time. Every time I watch this, this athlete perform, I just, I see their level of potential and their level of talent. And it feels like something's holding them back. And they have everything they need to be an incredibly, incredibly amazing athlete in their professional league. And so i had been contemplating about this for the past month or so, just thinking about it. And and even then, I was like, oh, I'd love to help this person, but I don't know how to get a hold of them. And I kid you not, in that moment, Heavenly Father told me exactly how to find this person's address. And I took the action that I was told by, that I was told by the spirit, like, Hey, this is where you can find their address. And I found their address or at least like what looked to be like their address. And I didn't do anything. I I didn't do anything. I just kind of was like, well, yeah, what I, I can't just go over there and just talk to them and just, you know, just say, hi, Hey, what's up? Uh, uh, I know you're like this super professional athlete, but I I want to help you become the next level, the most powerful individual in your league. Like, you know, and so you start thinking about this in your head and you start overthinking and it's like, well, okay, maybe I can write him a letter and kind of share what I'm, what I'm going to do for him. And, and a uh, long story short, what happened from that is nothing. I didn't go. And then literally yesterday, you know, I was watching a video by one of my mentors and he talked about, you know, just kind of doing things that you're, that you're kind of worried about. Now, this has been on my mind like repeatedly for the past month because I really do know that I can so help this player and, and, and maybe even Heavenly Father knows. And he's like, Joseph, go do this. Go do this. I, I've, I've done everything for you except drive to the house and knock on the door. And yesterday I finally just, I was, I was actually studying those training videos. Now certain things I have that it's like, okay, I've got to get this done every single day. And, you know, the thought comes in, it's like, why don't you just go do that? And I started thinking in my head and I'm like, no, no, no. I, I've got to focus on, you know, more coaching training videos. I've, I've got to listen to this because this is what I've committed to do. And for whatever reason, I started looking at some of those articles again. I started writing a letter first by first by computer and then by hand. And then I finished a letter and I was just about to go take it to him. And then I got an even cooler idea that came to my mind. It's like, Hey, put this in the letter too. share, share with him like how you visually see him like dominating his league. And, and so I don't want to share too much just, but like just dominating his particular league. And so I put all these visuals in there about this individual dominating his league. And then I felt good. And then it's like, okay, well, all right, let's, let's hop in the car and let's go do this. So I hopped in the car I put the address in. Fortunately, the individual didn't live in a gated community. And so I didn't have to worry about that, which I'd already checked on the map a month ago <laughs> when I first thought about going and I drove over and it was interesting once I was about oh probably a mile or two from the house, you know I started to have a little bit of you know a little bit of feelings come up inside We're like, oh, what am I doing like what am i doing i'm 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 walking over to this at i'm I'm driving to this athlete's house. what am I to do? Just walk up to his door and ring the doorbell like what am I doing? You know, and it was interesting because I just kind of let the feelings be there. I, I let the feelings be there and I did it anyways. And finally I got up to the house and I I rang the doorbell, which of course, you know, most professional athletes are going to have a ring doorbell, which has a video which is going to show who you are. And if they don't know who you are, they might not answer. And so they didn't happen to answer, but I did leave the letter that I'd written. That had my phone number in there. You know, and it's interesting because I'd love to tell you that it was like, Oh my goodness, I did it. It was amazing. It wasn't like that at all. When I finished, it was like, Oh, okay. Now it might've been like that if he'd answered the door and if we talked about working together and, and you know, and those opportunities are still on the table. I really do believe that God inspires us. Because I believe this particular professional athlete wants to be the best in his game as well. You know, Wayne Gretzky said, you miss 100% of the shots you never take. Well, Michael Scott said it too on The Office. But Wayne, Wayne Gretzky said it first. You miss 100% of the shots you never take. I, I would much rather take shot after shot after shot after shot and be shot down then do not take shots because eventually what happens? Audacity is rewarded. There is Newton's law of motion that says, no, I'm sorry, not the law of motion. Um, the other one, the other one about momentum. Every action has an equal and opposite reaction. And I would even say every action has an equal and opposite, bigger reaction. When I take a big risk, when God says, oh, okay, just as as ready. Just just as ready to work with some of the people that I know that he can work with that are in the higher echelons of their careers. Cool. All right, I, I can work with this. I think God's just waiting for us to get ready. He's waiting for us to take the steps. That's what he wants. He wants you to take the steps. He wants you to take the actions. He cannot do the work for you. Jim Rohn, a popular motivational speaker that since passed away, said, no one can do your push-ups for you. I cannot write songs for my clients that are, you know, music like my, my client that's a musician. I cannot do like the work for my business clients. I cannot go out and do the practice for These professional athletes. I can't do that. I I can't make you do anything that you don't choose to do. We have to take the actions. There's a powerful scripture in the Book of Mormon. If you type in 2NE226. So 2 Nephi 2.26, I'm going to read a little part of that that says, They have become free forever, knowing good from evil, to act for themselves and not to be acted upon. Wow! They have become free forever, to act for themselves and not to be acted upon. When we become something that's acting instead of something that's being acted upon... We are taking our power into our hands. We're saying, you know what? I want to do this and I'm going to go do it. We are free forever when we act for ourselves and not to be acted upon. You know, so often we don't act because we've been hurt because of, well, like, like this quote by Julia Cameron again says, the lack of audacity may cripple many artists far superior to those we publicly acclaim. The artists in the world are not the best. They're the ones that just kept going longer than anyone else did. The author that kept going and then after they wrote their book, went out and sold, went out and had to sell their book to the world. The person that never gave up and kept going after the girl they really wanted until they finally got her. Until they finally broke down. And we're like, wow, okay, if you really want to go out with me that bad, let's go out. And then it works out. Where is it that you need to be more audacious in your life? Where do you need to show more audacity? Where do you need to take more, more bold risk? Is there some g- girl that you really want to ask out? Is there a business that you want to start? Is there a business partner that you want to have? I mean, I've gotten to the... When I say I've gotten to the point, I don't mean, I don't mean it like that, but I can ask most people if they'll be on my podcast. Like, I don't really overthink it that much. It's like, Hey, would you be, you know, especially if I'm like in person with them, I'm like, Hey, would you be on my podcast? Why? Cause why not? Why, why don't, what, what holds you back from being audacious? And what holds us back from being audacious is thoughts about what's going to happen if it doesn't work out. If it doesn't work out and somebody says no, I don't want to be on your podcast, or for example, this professional athlete doesn't happen to get back to me. I can't control that. All that I can do is invite. All that you can do that you can do when it comes to dating is invite. Yeah, of course, get yourself in the best state possible. You know, the like you can make yourself as attractive as possible. But at the end of the day all you can control is if you invite. It's just an invitation. It's just an invitation to dinner. It's just an invitation to something. It's just an invitation. Be audacious. Be willing to take the bold risk that just might take you to the next level. You know one of the things that I've been you know, exploring and kind of puttering around in my head with, after going to a few concerts, which I felt really directed to go to, I mean especially the one that it was seven dollars, and then I was led to essentially be in the front row for my favorite band for seven dollars, is oh my goodness, that would be so much fun and then hearing another quote by by the Alice Cooper that says. You know, why should the devil have all the bad, the good music? Like, oh man, it'd be so fun to be in a punk band and be able to get just play that, you know, similar to Blink-182 and some of those other artists, but also to give people music that doesn't have a lot of the, the bad stuff in there, but it keeps all the fun and exciting, enjoyable stuff. Well, I wrote that down probably last, I think, Sunday on our way home from Utah and like, And then I'm like, you know, okay, well, what can I do with this? Well, let's just put it on my list to each day to spend 15 minutes in writing a day. And and sometimes people look at that as a discipline, like, oh, I have to be disciplined. I have to, you know, do this right. It's like, no, Julia Cameron says, like, of course, you've got to give yourself time to do the things you want to do, but it's not a discipline. It's, It's a play date. Oh my goodness. You get to sit down and you get to write music. And you get to play with these things. You get to play with the idea of going out and figuring out a way to ask out the girl that you really want to ask out. You get to go out and figure out a way to get the people to buy your business that you really want to buy. I can tell you something. If you're in business and if you just keep asking people, somebody will eventually say yes. It doesn't matter how your sales skills are because they get better. It's like, even as I wrote that letter yesterday to this professional athlete, even before I even took it to him, it's like, wait, Joseph, hey, this is the spirits like Joseph. This is what you want to put in there. And it was basically, as I shared before, it was showing him a visualization of this is what I see you doing. This is what I can help you become. So where is it that you need to be more audacious in your life? And maybe it's even being like having bolder, you know, bolder boundaries. I am very, very firm with most of my boundaries. I really am. Like if somebody says, I mean, for example, I had a, I had a friend on Facebook ask me and like, just blatantly say, Hey, can I ask you a favor? And you know what I responded? I said, you're welcome to ask with a smiley face. Now, some people might think that's mean. No, because like, I'm not going to agree to something that I don't know. It's like, you know, one time there was a particular person, a wonderful, wonderful person that sees the world a little bit differently than I do. And they basically said, I have this amazing book. Will you commit to read it? Before telling me the name of the book. And I'm like, uh, you know, it's like, I'm not going to commit to read a book before... I don't care how good you think the book is. If I don't know about the book, if I don't know what I'm committing to, I'm just not going to do it. I mean, like you've been maybe in in a a meeting or something where everybody says, Hey, are you going to do this? And they don't tell you what it is. I'm not putting my hand up for that. Why am I going to, you know, so I, my, my point in this is I'm pretty bold with my boundaries. Now it turned out for that, that friend, the favor they wanted is to have me be as a guest on their podcast. So I'm like, oh yeah, I'll do that. Because it's fun for me. It's enjoyable for me. We, we forget. like Being bold and being audacious doesn't, doesn't mean we're not having fun. Guys, the thing I want you to have more than anything is fun. I want you to enjoy your lives so much that when that person does come around that you're crazy about, you almost have to second guess it. Not not really, but like you almost have to second guess it. But like oh, my single life is amazing. I, I, don't, I don't know if I want to. I don't know if I want to mess that up. And it's like, well, of course I do. This person's incredible and amazing. Yeah, it's time. I don't know. Maybe there's something about like, you know, we have to enjoy the station we're in in life before we get to the next station. And if I'm being honest, I haven't really got to that space that I love, love, love my single life. I've gotten to a space that I tolerate it, that I I do the best I can to find happiness, but it's not like, oh my goodness, these are the best days of my lives. My lives? <laughs> these are the best days of my life. I'm, I'm not that space. But I can tell you one thing I am starting to do that comes along with audacity. The Lord is leading and guiding us. I really believe that we're, we are led and guided through the spirit. We're led and guided through that still small voice. And when we listen, cool things happen. I mean, it was like, even this morning, you know, after I took this bold risk yesterday, I already had, well, I mean, I had the podcast interview come in. I had another, another interview come in and it's like, Whoa, that's kind of cool. I mean, Maybe God just wants to see if we're ready and if we're willing to take the risk that he gives us. I don't know. I I don't, guys, I'm I'm learning so much of this stuff along with you guys, and I'm teaching you what I know. What I know is the more bold and audacious I am, the more I get what I want. And, you know, sometimes there's going to be times when we try and we fail and it doesn't work out, and that's okay too. I want you to think for yourself about a bold action that you need to take. One that's been on your mind for a while. Something that you feel super guided and directed to do. Why haven't you done it? I mean, it's like, it's almost like we ask the Lord for the next step to get to our happiest path. And he says, here, do this. And some of those things don't even make sense. It was like last night. So I haven't played video games in probably over a month. I un- because my, my wrists were, were hurting and sore. And so I literally unplugged my game and just hadn't turned it on. And it was interesting because yesterday I just kind of had this thought. I was like, man, I really want to play today. I really, really want to play And I was like, you know what, let's just go play for 15 minutes or so. And I had to debate that for quite a while in my head. And eventually it was like, okay, let's just, you know, I'll I'll set a timer for 15 minutes. You know, I, I, you know, I'm still, my wrists are still healing. So, but the amazing thing, the, the thing that I learned from doing that was that one of my wrists is actually getting quite better. And oh my goodness, that was the biggest, happiest relief. And it's funny because I was playing a game and I, I kind of kept stretching out the timer to finish the level I was on. And eventually I actually, I randomly sat on the remote control and and ended up, and my guy ended up dying. And I was like, okay, well, I, I guess I'm supposed to be done. Because we can, we can get so into those things. It's like, no, I got to finish this. I got to finish this. no. Sometimes it's like, hey, if I, if I haven't beat a level in that, that amount of time and my, my arms are hurting a little bit, it's probably time to stop. But we worry so much about like doing anything. If you just trust and you just listen to the still small voice of the Spirit that's leading and guiding you every step of the way. I mean, The scripture in Proverbs 3, 5, and 6 just says, Trust in the Lord with all thine heart. Lean not unto thine own understanding. In all thy ways acknowledge him, and he shall direct thy path. I love when I'm doing these, and something just comes to me that I learned for the first time. And it was to look up the word acknowledge. And it says, accept or admit the existence or truth of. Or recognize the fact or importance or quality of. All the Heavenly Father wants us to do is recognize Him. Recognize how important He is in our lives. I could not do the work that I do without Heavenly Father's help. Because it all comes from Him. I could definitely not do a podcast without Him. Because He's the one that makes it flow. He's the one that says, hey... Share this, share this, share this, share this. And apparently Heavenly Father wants to take it a bit deeper today. I, I just pulled up the 1828 dictionary that's online. It's excellent when you're, when you're trying to refer to anything with Scripture. It's a great place to recognize and look at. But acknowledge, it says here, is to own a vow or admit to be true. A declaration of assent as to acknowledge the being of a God. The second definition says to own or notice with particular regard. The third says to own or confess as implying a consciousness of guilt. Now, let me, like, I, the first and second ones I like. Why? St. All he wants us to do is acknowledge him, acknowledge there is a God. Acknowledge that it is him that is blessing us. It is him that blessed me with the address of that particular professional athlete. It is him that blessed me with the video I was watching yesterday that said, "Hey, take a step that you're kind of worried about." It is him that helped me write the letter. It is always him. And sometimes he asks us to take very big steps that scare us to death. You know, when I took that bold action of going to visit that particular girl I was interested in and went a long way to do it. Oh my goodness, I was so nervous. I was so worried. I was so scared. But I had very, very cool experiences that told me that was exactly what I was supposed to do. And I was scared out of my mind, and I, I didn't even have the money at the time to do this. And everything just came together. Aside from the part of it working out the way I thought it was supposed to work out. <laughs> Aside from that little part. But the, the sooner you're willing and stop doubting your greatness... Stop doubting your abilities to just step forward and take the actions that are necessary in your life. The sooner you will get to where you want to be. And more importantly, the sooner you'll get to where Heavenly Father wants you to be. I do, I acknowledge the presence of a loving Heavenly Father, a living God that blesses my life immensely. That blesses my life with experiences and things and just wants me to be happy. It's so funny when I was starting to look at that, when I started to sit down and write the, you know, spend my 15 minutes yesterday writing like songs, I randomly got led to, you know, looking up videos online and started to find so many cool things about how actually some songs are pretty simple. Even a lot of pop punk songs are very simple and how people have broken down, how all these artists have recorded. And it's like, oh my goodness, this is cool. And I actually stayed up watching some of those videos till later in the night because it was awesome. Your life is a giant playground. Stop treating it like a prison. Stop treating it because you don't have the person in your dreams in your life that you can't go live, that you can't go do the things that you love because there's a chance that once you get on that playground, once you're... Once you start throwing yourself into the things that you love to do in your life, that you're going to find that person. Everything that you want is just on the other side of action. Bold action. Doing the things that you want to. Taking the steps that you want to. Figuring out what you need to. And all you got to do is take the next step. You don't got to overthink it. You don't got to think, oh my goodness, what's this professional athlete going to think about somebody coming up to his doorstep? Was he going to have dogs? Is he going to sick the dogs on me like Mr. Burns and the Simpsons? Release the hounds! So, like, uh, no! There were no dogs released. There was nothing released. There wasn't even a gate to get to his front door. Maybe we're the ones that put all the gates in the way. Well, it's not just us. It's like it's our own habitual thought, but it's the adversary as well. I very I very much believe it's the adversary. And you know, and and our habitual thought as well. All of that. Because he doesn't want you to take those steps to be happy because he doesn't get to be happy. If you would just begin to understand, all you have to do is take the next step. As the as the book a rich man's secret says, take the first step, no more, or take the next step, no more, no less, and the next will be revealed. So my invitation to you today is the same invitation I received from a video yesterday. Go do something that scares you. Go do something that you're inspired by. Go do something that would would be audacious. Go take a bold risk and watch how Heavenly Father begins to trust you more and more with better and better impressions, better inspirations, better people to work with, better opportunities all you got to do is take those steps actually it's it's interesting I'm, I'm just going to share this because it's coming to my mind, but I was sharing with a, a client of mine that's a musician, and I was sharing with them how I believe that the great spirits of the past the great authors the great musicians the great whatever still want to get their work into the world and are so ready to whisper to anybody listening their lyrics their songs their everything and I had an experience that you know somebody actually shared with me that somebody had somebody had shared with them about how when they had a near-death experience, or they actually had died and came back, they literally saw spirits whispering over people, telling them what's right, telling them what to say. Who knows? Maybe there's some famous podcaster whispering into my ears right now. I, I don't know. If you start taking bold actions, you will start getting Bold rewards. It's about taking the shots. It's about taking the steps. You know, I've I've shared with you, actually, I'll, I'll share with you another story about being audacious by one of my mentors, Richard Paul Evans, who's known for the Christmas box. He shared this story countless times, but he says that when he wrote the Christmas box, he went to a convention. And at that convention he so at, at that convention he was there and nobody was in the hall the particular area he was in and he asked one of the organizers he said like, hey where's where's all the people and he's like oh they're in this other hall that has all the famous authors oh and so he packed up his books and he went to that hall and there was an empty table he went to the table he sat down actually before that the spirit basically told him something along the lines of, "If if you want to be a famous author, go sit at that table." And he did, and instantly there was a lady. You know, one of those ladies that's supposed to make sure that nobody no, nobody's sitting where they're not supposed to, right? And he walked up to. Her, she walked up to him like he wasn't supposed to be there, and. And, and he said, sorry, I'm late or something along these lines, like, sorry, I'm late. And she was so caught off guard that she's like, can I get you anything? And he's like, yes, some water would be great. That was what did it for him. That was one of the massive, massive places that he became an author. He tells a story that. I don't know why I'm getting emotional about his story, but I I he tells a story about how a year later he went back to that conference. And then he was not an unknown person. Everybody knew who he was. And the lady walks up to him and she said and and asks him if he if she can get him anything. And it was the same lady. And he says. Do you remember me? Or he says, no, he says, do you know who I am? And she's like, yeah, you're Richard Paul Evans. Of course I know who you are. And she's like, no. He's like, no, do you remember me? And she was like, oh, you're that guy. You, you, I can't remember the words she used, but essentially, you're the crasher. You're the one that crashed the book, the book festival last time. And he's like, yeah. And he asked her, he's like, why didn't you kick me out? And she says, she said, I don't know. (laughs) Like, you know, she's like, that was my job to do, but I I don't know. I didn't kick you out. Apparently the spirit moved her the same way that it moved him. You know, the crazy part about that story is another author did not show up. Another well-known author did not show up at that place. If you don't show up in the places that you're meant to show up, somebody else will. And when you stop overthinking, when you stop worrying about everything that's going to happen. Like when I went over to this, this professional athlete's house, I was not thinking... I mean, don't get me wrong. I definitely started to daydream a little bit. Oh my goodness, this could be the coolest thing in the world, and you know, it could be sitting, sitting, you know, next to this person on you know, at their particular in their particular field, like like those stuff, those things do pop up, and they're exciting. I was thinking this morning. I've talked about morning pages before, and this morning, do you know what I realized they were. It's a place to go dream. It's a place to write down my dreams about you know sitting with this particular athlete uh, uh, you know in, in their uh, on the on the bench you know like during their sporting events like it's it's that it's it's dreaming about that it's dreaming about how more and more doors will open what well, more and more doors open when you start walking through the ones that are in front of you when you start walking through the doors that are already in front of you God can trust you with more doors. You know, it's, He's going to trust you with the best ones. When you start using the opportunities that are already in front of you, He's going to start trusting you with more. But if you don't, He's not. Guys, my, my invitation to you, my encouragement today is go take bold risk. You don't have to, I'm not saying you have to take it right this the second. It was like when, when I had that thought come in about going and reaching out to this athlete again, I didn't write like a half-hearted letter that said, hey, what's up? Yo, yo, uh, I'm awesome and I want to work with you and I can make you better. No, I did not do that. I sat down probably, I don't know, maybe a good half hour, hour, crafting out a letter. But there came a point the letter's, all right, the letter's good enough. The letter has the message. And so you can sit and actually ponder about you know, how, how to make this thing happen in your life. But eventually you got to take the action. So guys, I thank you so much for listening today. I've I've really, really enjoyed this episode. I, I know that might sound funny when you guys hear that, but I'm learning too. I'm learning how to take bolder risk. I'm learning how to just do things. So whatever it is that you have felt guided to do, go do it. And you're going to experience another level of life. And if you want to, if you actually go do take your bold risk, please. I would love if you'd message me on Instagram, the It's Possible guy, and share your experience. And and who knows? I mean, if, if like I, I may, as long as it's cool with you know whoever shares, like I may even share it with other people on on the podcast because I think people are inspired when they hear stories. So once again, go take your bold action that you have been inspired to take. If you're looking for a sign, if you're looking for anything, as long as this action is not harmful to you, like physically harmful to you or physically harmful to somebody else, go take the action. Now, if you've made it to this point in the podcast, I'd like to invite you to go ahead and subscribe to the podcast. I don't know how you got here, but that way if you ever want to get back here again, It's right there for you in your subscriptions. And if you haven't already joined us, one of the really cool things that I do that's free for anyone that would like to participate is each Monday morning at 10 a.m. Arizona time, I host a group coaching call for Happy and Single. Anyone is welcome to come on and you can even receive a little bit of one-on-one coaching time with me, depending on how many people are in the call. Now, every now and then that schedule changes, so you can go to the website happynsingle.com to be able to look at the schedule and also to be able to find the link to the Zoom room. Now, at the same time, if you would prefer a more one-on-one type of coaching experience where you can sit down and share your hopes and dreams and and just kind of the stuff going on in your world. Then there's another option available for you as well. Now, the bulk of my business is actually doing one-on-one coaching. If that's something you're interested in exploring, I've got a few spots open in my coaching practice. You can just message me on Instagram at Possible Guy, and we can sit down and have a chat. And it doesn't matter where you're at in the world. I've worked with people across the world. I do everything over Zoom, so it actually makes it pretty easy. Thank you guys so much again for listening. And go out and live your adventure. Thank you.